be back. It's a No Question Podcast. It's your boy now. We'll be back at it again for episode three. We're going to call this one Whose Mask Is This? Reason being because today we're going to talk about how we define masculinity. Um, As as men now, or as finally because of age, I guess, to the point we can consider ourselves men, uh, we've been building up to, I guess, the point we're at now for our whole lives. Uh, be that through our own fathers or, you know, anybody in our lives who's been trying to, you know, form us into men. Uh, we've been learning different things and trying to get ourselves to a place where we can call ourselves a man and then uh, and then perform in, in that facet, if that makes sense. Right. So, so, bros, today we in it. What, what to y'all, what is a man? If y'all had to do it, define masculinity real, real fast. Mm, um, I'll go first. Um, to me, I, I want to say I, I don't like really putting an age on anything, especially something as you're trying to label someone or deem someone to be a man, because I feel like that has more so to do with experience, because with experience comes knowledge and maturity. Um, so to me, I guess if I could like formulate it into one word, a man is, is someone that takes responsibility for his actions. Um, at certain times, it's understanding and knowing when to take a leadership role and when to take a back seat and when to enlist people around him that knows more than him so he can get things done and accomplished. Um, and it's just overall just a great person and treats everyone with respect. I don't really think there's not like a specific characteristic that you can attribute to one person being the man. So I'm pretty sure all our answers would differ potentially but just off the top of my head, head those are some of the things that i could well, probably would list well i'll piggyback off of what you just mm-hmm. said you like do you feel that do you feel that a man can still be described as a man even if he's not a thousand percent because like mm. um yeah yeah you think so yeah, you thousand, said you think he can well, one, when you say a leader, are you talking about at all times or just someone that doesn't like to assume the role? I, was, I mean, well, well, I mean, when I define a leader, I think of someone that, you know, because there's different leadership styles, obviously, but it's a person that people can rally around and look to for inspiration, either because they're doing the thing that they're actually trying to lead people mm-hmm. to do, or they have a really good way of being able to express it in such a way. I mean, to put it really simply and concisely, it's just a person that can compel cooperation mm-hmm. you know as, as a person who can make make it reasonable to want to follow them like you look at them and be like man that dude talking some real shit right. i can follow that dude you know what i'm saying like that that's to me is that's that's to me what i look at as a leader right mm-hmm. well well yeah in that way then yeah because like you were saying being a leader doesn't necessarily mean that you're at the forefront of everything and you're being loud and boisterous and saying everyone do this this is why we're gonna move so let's just say leader of a family you don't have to be the leader of a family and you can there's different ways in which you can lead like you said you can lead by example yeah, yeah you just can lead, lead by, by example yeah, don't, so yeah, you ain't gotta be I feel like a lot of you people believe be that a leader is someone that's yeah. loud at the forefront we're doing this and this is how we're gonna do it but i feel like a leader can also be someone that just is may you may yeah you may not be the loud type but you can be the type that's very decisive before you make any type of plan or decision for whether your family or group or your friends or anyone that you trust and love 
you're real prepared for, whether it's, you know, in all the background knowledge, you're knowing the pros and cons of each decision that you may make to get the best outcome for you and the others involved with you. So, yeah, you don't have to be the big, loud leader like Christian and them were saying of like, yo, this is how we moving and what I say go. Nah, you can be the more laid back. I'm just going to make sure any decision I make is calculated and decides on what's best for my family or my friends or whatever, or my loved one or my girl, whoever. You can lead that way too. Hey, hold on, hold on. You, you done, Juice? Yeah, go ahead. No, you want to talk? I don't want to cut nobody off because we got to we got to show unity as black men on this podcast. <laughs> That's so, a fact. One thing I'm gonna say this because I think it's gonna shape how we how we proceed. But okay, if we, okay, the description that both you and Tafuri gave. Right. Are y'all y'all saying those are attributes of a man, or are y'all mm-hmm. saying that is what defines masculinity? Because that's two totally different things. Because y'all have moms, single moms in households who have no choice but to assume all those roles y'all just said. But it's technically it's not it's not considered, you know, masculinity in that point. Uh, Unless it is. Unless it is. Well, well, like, cause, well, oh shit, Christian, Christian had the flow next. Go ahead, Christian. You, you go ahead. I'm gonna put like this, and this might be going a little off topic, but fuck it. I mean, so this. Are we talking about masculinity or hyper masculinity? Because these people who own this hyper masculinity stuff, mm. I don't think, I don't think it's no such thing. So yeah, that's hyper masculinity. It's hyper masculinity. No, I don't think it's no such thing. No, okay. I don't. Mm. I mean, to answer your first question, though. I like because this is something that low key kind of because that grinds my gears a little bit is that I feel that masculinity comes from the derivative word yeah. man, right? And and we look at men as, it's not just the attributes that make a man, there's also a physiological thing that makes you a man that. too. Uh, like, you got a dick. Some people will say the only man <laughs> that make a man is a thing like, it's so nah, I mean. But I mean, but, but I mean, but I think that people that say that are being overly pragmatic though, because it's like, okay, yeah, but, you know, you could say the same thing for a woman. The only thing that makes a woman is the fact that she got a breast and a vagina. And and, and that's grossly like overstated because women have more qualities to them that make them feminine. So, like, I mean, I think that one thing I do get tired of is when I see folks on Instagram and Facebook be doing, like, the, you know, single mom post and be like, well, I had yeah, to that's dumb as fuck. That might have been true. That might have been true in the situation. Like, I don't don't hear me underscoring or undervaluing the fact that as a single parent, you sometimes have to take on both roles. But I think that in that sense, if there are men out here that are doing good and doing stuff like that, like I don't want to see a single mom posting, I'm I'm gonna take my Father's Day credit on Father's Day, cause you cause because that's not you don't see dudes out here trying to take credit on Mother's Day. You know what I'm saying? Like we, that's, it's just, I feel like there's a lot of competition between men and women to see who is more important and more needed in the family mm. structure at times. And I feel like when that stuff or stuff jumps off, it creates like this battle between genders when there really should be more cooperation and understanding. But I feel like that's a whole different topic we could get into. But I mean, for me personally, I think that the cornerstone of being a man is your word is your bond. You know what I'm saying? Like, you a reliable person. Like, if you say, look, I'm going to be here for my kid from the day that they born for the rest of their life, or at least as long as I'm here, like, that's your bond, bro. You got to you gotta stick that out. You can't just escape out because shit gets hard and stuff gets difficult. At least for me, when I was growing up, the men that I looked at in my life 
that I saw that were men to me were the folks that like in the face of adversity and everything else going on, they just stuck it out. You know, if they said they were going to do something, they were going to do it. And if they couldn't, they owned up to it. They ain't run from the fact that they couldn't. They just owned it. And I think that that's a thing uniquely about being a man to me. That, that That's to me is what screams masculinity as I grew up. All right. So with Christian, Christian mentioned hyper-masculinity. And I just looked it up real quick. And basically, hyper-masculinity is just the exaggeration of stereotypical, quote-unquote, stereotypical male behavior. So, okay, okay. Right, so whatever whatever that may be. Um, but and I'll just say this. Uh, for me personally, growing up, my dad, he spent a lot of time back and forth between America and Nigeria. So a, a lot of the quote-unquote male behavior traits that a young man would need or would, would need to have growing up, I learned from my mom. Of <laughs> course, uh, right. being around my mom a lot. Uh, a little dude can pick up on certain things that that uh, the you know the gen- the general person wouldn't consider man, but my mom was always there to be like, "Hey, quit that shit," <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> and, and right. don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Do this, do it like this. And so yeah. I got it. I got it like that. Now, does that make my mom the man in this situation? No. So look now. Now, I don't know, because I'm really having, like, a fluid thoughts on this whole thing. So, now hearing everybody's example. It is, bro, example, it's so... What's the word for it? It's like... It's like... It's like... It kind of gets into hyper-masculinity one, just, just to address that point. I do believe that's a, such a thing, because it's almost getting into gender roles. Like, do you believe that mm-hmm. only a man should exhume these characteristics that we're talking about? And now that we're talking about it more, I really... It's almost like... Like, like, shoot, like, what outside of like to first say word is bond is that to say that I know to first, I'm not saying that you were saying it, but let's just we're speaking, I'm speaking generally. Yeah, yeah. Let's say someone to believe yeah. that word is bond, that that means that you don't have those same expectations for her females just because, well, she's not masculine, so I wouldn't expect her to keep her word. Or, oh, since like Nam was saying, oh, she's okay. since this is my mom, it's, it's what she's saying not valid because it's not coming from a man. And I feel like these characteristics are, I really can go for more, both genders. I would hope that a woman in your, my life or whomever, any woman, is someone that's just as decisive. And I 100% promise you, especially black but women. But that's still your mom. Not, like, at the end of the I, day, we talking about, we say you got to lead by example. She can tell you right. all day. That's vocal. But you're not going right. to visually see it till you see another man who actually being a man. That's something that your mom can't give you. As much as she tries, she can't okay. give you that. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's let's use that well, example then. So leading by example. So before before I get into example, so you saying lean by example? Is that just a, like masculine things? I guess you would say, such as I don't know, doing yard work or stuff like that. Or are you more just so talking about mm-hmm. being a good person and those other characteristics that we already talked about? Um, is that what you mean by? I can't say doing yard work and stuff like that because right, then right, you're right. gonna say you're gonna get into the gender roles. And I, and to right. be real, I don't think it's gender roles, but it is certain yeah, things. I don't, yeah, where I don't we prefer one gender to do over another one. We're not gonna deny right. that. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna deny that. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, ahead. I would. I kind of thought a little bit with what Christian's saying, though, in the sense that, you know, I think that the qualities we're talking about are qualities of good leaders and functional heads of households and family situations like you want a person that's reliable so like in Nob's example there were certain things that he was incapable of getting from his father given that dynamic but I think all things considered there are certain things that men can only pass down to men 
like understanding nonverbal communication between two men because you got to be a man to understand that you got to be you have to be able to understand that sometimes it's not just about you know you know you it's like you know there's like you know how i mean men in my life you know my dad used to say say to me that the man that's still quietest in the room when shit's going down is probably the one that you need to be the most worried about because you know men are normally not the types of people depending on you know what you were growing up around at least the dudes that i felt that meant business they were men of little words they ain't say much when they spoke on stuff you listen because you understood like nah this this dude for real it's like so i think that there's certain things outside of shaving and you know <laughs> understanding you know, sex, you know i mean like say i mean but you you know think of, i mean when you when you think about like things that only men go through you know or meant like you know having a male perspective would be better so that you could kind of feel like you know hey this is what it is but i think that again it's like both both genders both mom and dad pour into a kid and pour into a life situation but i think that masculinity at the root of it is based in the fact that there is a physiological difference between men and women and the minute we stop trying to say that one gender or one parent is taking on both roles just accepting the fact that you know hey i had to do what i had to do to get you where you needed to get but I think any woman out here who understands the value of both genders in a relationship would say that there's certain things as a, a mom, maternally, I can't give my son that he, that he needs from, that he would need to get from another man. I'm, I'm never going to be able to, to deal my son the way his mother did. Ever. Right. And that's not a bad thing. Men, the only one who don't get mad about that, though. We ain't, I'm never going, I never heard a man say, I'm the mom and the dad. Ever. Mm. Well, but do you think that do you think that that's because women feel that? And I mean, well, I won't even generalize it to all women, but we'll we'll just we'll just keep it to black women in this situation. Do you? (laughs) But I mean, but I mean, but it's it's a topic. I mean, you know, we we all see the men ain't shit close. You know what I'm saying? But do you feel like because that is the reputation that most that some black women feel that black men exude or represent that it becomes a situation where it's like because I don't have time to wait for you to get your shit no nah, I gotta be I'm not mom gonna, and dad I think I think it stems from this right here like mm-hmm. uh, how can I put this let me let me let me touch on this before yeah. before before we get too far ahead brother about the, yeah, the niggas go. ain't shit type thing I have always been an advocate of the notion that niggas are shit, but the niggas that you fuck with are not shit. Ain't shit. So them the niggas you fuck with. Right. Ain't shit. The ain't niggas, every nigga. Yeah, the niggas you made a conscious decision to fuck with ain't shit, and that's the truth. Now, why you chose the man you chose? Why? What criteria you use to pick whoever you court, or and vice versa? That, that's really on you. That's your experience. What things attract you and, you know, what things can be done to attract you without you having the the uh, the uh, the ability to see beyond what's, what's real and what's not. I mean, that's on you. <clears throat> there are some ain't shit ass niggas out here, <laughs> but yeah. but ain't nobody, ain't nobody <laughs> forcing you to, to yeah. fuck with them. Ain't nobody forcing you to deal with them. Thank um, you. I think it stems from women messing with niggas who portraying like they that nigga. Then once they get her pregnant, then they dip. Then that's when the woman got to be the man and the woman, but she not blaming herself. Like, you seen signs that this nigga wasn't shit. 
You've seen signs. I mean, I, I won't say that for everyone because there are some there, there yeah, are some I, niggas out here who put on who put on real well. You know what I'm saying? Real well. Who put on real well? And then, I mean, that's just. Yeah. And then that that woman is just you know what I'm saying a victim a victim of the game. And I don't know right. I'm saying two different things, but this shit ain't no ain't no straight line for this. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, but I mean, I guess in those situations when a woman like says to a dude like, "I want you to be a man," like that's that's the stuff to me that I'm like, it, it's always interesting to me when I hear that because it's like means- what. Cause being a man, like you see, for our four dudes on that the phone, tre- we got yeah, that treat me right. So that means treat me a- right. Give me what I need. Everything that I require from a man, give me that. Provide me that. That's what it. And means. if a girl, if a girl already saying that to you in a relationship, it's already going left. <laughs> so, so that, I mean, that's facts. Y'all feel that's like it's wrong facts. for a woman to come into a relationship with the expectation that a man can provide her everything that she would need from a male. No, because no. if you communicate, you ain't coming to the relationship to no fucking surprise. Now that that does yeah. just communicate. Those needs do vary based on the woman. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. So addressing that I, and kind of tying that into the whole what it really it means to be a man and masculinity that just goes back to like I was saying, assessing the situation and be able to be decisive in terms of what you know, what you got going on, and attributing that. I'm always a factor of I hate when I hear some guys say like. Bro, if I knew she was gonna be like this, would have been too much. Cause I, I would have been out. Cause like Christian said, how you see signs and things in a woman, bro, and how women see signs and things in a man in terms of maybe this how he gonna be, and still choose to rock with him. I feel like guys, we do the same thing. Yep. So if, if you with Shawty and the places you met her, let's just say I met Shawty in the first couple hours we had, we we're going to real nice places and things such as that. Why would I? All of a sudden, think you know what? She gonna be down tonight and do those things anymore when she first Thank started you. rocking with me. You can't so, get with a stripper, then I'm get not, mad that she's stripping. That's what I'm saying. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm never that's gonna extreme. talk to you for asking me. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's extreme, but that's the point. With but I mean, so I'm yeah. never gonna. But I mean, but I feel like even if I mean, but don't you feel that everybody those those first few days you gonna put your best foot forward i mean you ain't gonna you ain't gonna come out one thousand applebee's i mean you you i mean now i mean now if you do don't shade to those folks that listen shout out to i'm trying to i'm trying to throw no shade i didn't done it before i mean but you but but you get what i'm saying we still young i think everybody when you first no i'm gonna be real i'm gonna say yeah i mean applebee's that's all i can forward at the time everybody i mean but i no, I mean, but I'm just saying that I think that when you when you meet that person for the first time and you're trying to make that good right. impression, I mean, I ain't saying you got to take it to pop of those. If if you ain't if you ain't really balling like making pop of those money, then like you know, Juice saying is like you can't you can't set the bar up here and then you know gradually decline until like you know you taking it to pop of those and then you barely scrounging up enough All pennies right. to go get a fall for four. You okay. know what I'm saying? That's gonna you, look you, you're a dummy. So addressing that then, so let's just say, bro, like, I, me personally, I would like to say that I'm a good judgment character, which is another thing that I feel like is an attribute of being masculine. But the more that we talk about it, I really don't think there's a, there's a lot of characteristics that are crossover from being masculine and just being a good person. But that's neither here nor there. But addressing okay. your thing of, mm-hmm. um, uh, how don't you want to put your best foot forward? Bro, I can take, and this is, again, me personally, I'm not assigning this to any of y'all, but me personally, I really feel like, bro, I can take Shawty to Ruth Chris and know if she is a down to earth person and will also have no problem with 
let's just go to Flying Biscuit today and kick it and chill for the rest of the day. I feel like I can I can take Fact. you out on that first date and realize, you know what, bro? She's so down to earth. I know for a fact, this isn't like she can rock from this rude Chris all the way down to we had some hole in the wall spot eating three dollar tacos. Like, so I really feel like you I, I I me personally, I'm a good judgment of character, especially when it comes to females and things such as that. So I'm not even too worried about oh bro, I've been going hard these first four days. When's she gonna realize that? About two, three months from now, like we only gonna be rocking with this flying biscuit, or we only gonna be rocking with this hole in the wall spot eating these margaritas on single tomorrow, whatever. Like, I feel like I can tell that off the rip. And if you can't, maybe you just like no, I'm saying you still victim to the game because there's definitely females here run out to them running this game just like the men do. Right. So if you, if you can't identify that, I'm not gonna fault you, but bro, you just you know what I mean. Shout out to Pudif. You were just a meal co- You were just a what, meal What game you, yeah, you talking about? Know- <laughs> Man, come on now. I, I'm not. I'm just saying. We all know that just like <laughs> men can run games, so can right. females. They're just as smart as females. Females only have to. Unfortunately, uh, exactly. for men, uh, bro, a, they- lot of, a huge part. And I won't say this for everyone. But I just want to make that clear. But for most of us, the, the main thing that attracts us attributes are you know primarily physical. And so right. when it comes to running game, and I think, matter of fact, I know for a fact I've heard females say this before, and I ain't gonna get too deep into this because this is a season two topic. But okay, most right. females don't give them free game, right? Most females say their birth game is they'll shoot you a look. You know what I'm saying? They'll flip the hair or some shit like that. And once they got you, they got and they you. Say, they say that's all they gotta do. That, then <laughs> shit, that's on you. <laughs> Right. On you. So would you say that that's a part of masculinity? Then a part of masculinity is being able to see when a person of the opposite sex is interested in you without no. necessarily. That's a, that's a personal. No, that don't have anything to do with masculinity. Yeah, that's that a characteristic. Yeah. masculinity. Okay, yeah, you you can be a man and you can be the manliest no, of men, uh, <laughs> and bro, you can ignore all these hints or be oblivious. Thank you. That doesn't make you less of we a man. We can't read minds. What we about to say, no? It's a couple of things no? hit on. Uh, just and, and first, mm-hmm. first one, real quick. Uh, some people would say that emotion and you know emotional uh, shit. How, how would I say this? Like being emotionally available, available. aware, and in, in depth has something to do with, with with being a man. Some some people might say that a real man typically isn't that emotional. Or if they handle their emotions, they do it in a way that is reserved, that's, uh, you know, low-key to, to an extent. So how do y'all feel about that being an attribute, being Man. an attribute of masculinity? Someone who is emotionally reserved, somebody who's able to handle the emotional turmoil or, or what have you in their life with little, with little to no right. outward projection. All right, so t- let me go first. So two things. I feel like this kind of attributes back to my fact that a lot of these attributes that we are attributing to being masculine or things such as that, it's something that's just um, cross-gender or that goes for both people. So one, bro. Yeah. That? Y'all hear that? This man to yeah, that's not, no, that's not me. That's what I'm asking. What it is. Um, Doing a model right, so, well, like, well, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we <laughs> We can stop it. Right, we can stop it. Oh my god. Alright, so and go. So, yeah. Uh yeah, one just to take that over now, like one thing I can say that 
um, in terms of being emotionally available to things such as that, my answer is going to kind of lead into to it. So one, I really feel like this attribute or describing this attribute as being a man or describing that as not being a man is something that really makes my point that there's not a lot of attributes that you can attribute to being one being masculine because typically the stereotype is what who's the more emotionally available who's more upfront about their emotions typically a female right but i would personally say that being emotionally unavailable as a man is saying that something that men are should do or whatever you want to call it is probably the most dangerous thing that we can attribute to being a why man you say that? because because bro one that goes into communication so I, I know for a lot of us a lot of we try to attribute to relationships we've been in in the past and the ways that we've done with females if you're emotionally unavailable not only is that hurtful to you because you're suppressing all these emotions and feelings that are bothering you it also extremely hurts the female because she could think that she's doing everything right for you and her relationship but inside you're internalizing man shawty's make me so upset or she makes me mad when she do this or whatever but you're not speaking on it because you quote unquote want to be a man and don't want to be uh sensitive and be emotionally unavailable because you feel like men don't express when a girl makes them upset mm. bro that is the that is the most that is the most dangerous because it's still my point of my point is and this has always been explained to me just because you don't express your emotion doesn't mean it's not mm. there okay. So you you not saying it out loud does what? Mm-hmm. You still you're still gonna suffer from it. Yes, I understand that there's some reasons maybe you're brought up or it's a traumatic experience. Maybe you don't want to speak on things, but just being broadly about being emotionally unavailable in general, whether it's in a relationship or just expressing your emotions about how a situation that's whether it's happened to you or that you're going through is making you feel not expressing it doesn't make those feelings away go away. And I feel like we've all been there in terms of something's happened to you and you kind of want to suppress or not talk about how something's affecting you. But think back to that time when it happened, when you're not talking about it, doesn't make that feeling go away. I swear you're going to have so many girls in your DM after this. <laughs> bro, not, bro. But y'all know me though, bro. Y'all know me. Y'all know I've always been the type to like kind of think and act like Look this. At so him. like, he, he put me that word personally, right now. It always bro, in me. Chill, bro. Chill, chill. Don't do this. But yeah, so me personally, yeah, like I'm upset that, you know what I mean? I called you four, five times. And I feel like you acting different now. Me not addressing it's not gonna make me feel like no, she's not acting different because I'm not addressing it, so she doesn't know. But you might as well if it's bothering but you, I think you go. address it. So yeah, I don't wanna do please don't for me personally. I will never attack the person. Yeah, bro, bro don't be in his feelings, so he a man. Nah, bro. There's a difference yeah. between being in your feelings and assessing and voicing when somebody is people got that feelings. Less but it's a difference between 1, that and acting like a bitch. <laughs> It's a, it's a big I know, define that. No, define that. But bro, I mean, but okay, but that's females who yeah, yeah. speak about shit that he's feeling. He'd be like, there are some females that be like, okay, you go this whining uh, ass nigga. Yeah, let's be real. Go Don't no female want no nigga who had more feminine than them. Let's stop that. Okay, so, so what's the line, bro? So, what's where, where's the line? I'll, where you draw the line at? I'll 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 address that real quick. Then I'll let Safari go. So to me, the line is there's a difference between complaining and whining. And that is going back to one of my quote-unquote attributes of being a masculine in terms of you're being the decisive leader and you're getting things done as a leader and as someone that being decisive. If I understand that Shawty's doing something that's different, I'm going to do, if Shawty's doing something that's bothering me, I'm going to do everything possible to assess the situation and kind of change my ways and voice it into a constructive way of, yo, this is how you're doing it and this is how it's bothering me. And if she's not changing it, okay, I'm going to go from there. Because I come from what I define whining as, if we want to call it that, or bitching or whatever, that's when you continually speak on a situation yeah. because it's not changing. 
as a masculine person or just as a person in general, me personally, I'm going to find a way that, you know what, I'm going to take this information on how she acting and I'm going to address it in the best way possible. And if she ain't, if whatever she got going, if it's still, I feel like it's not changing, then I'm not going to bring it up no more. I'm going to move accordingly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Is like being you only got one life. Don't waste no time with nobody who doing. Yeah, but you off. that when they get the same, when they get the same, all he doing is complaining. Why? That's when you could you you keep complaining about the same thing that Shawty doing, but you ain't doing nothing to try to change that dynamic. So that's why I feel like the difference is. But I'll let the furry hop in and kind of real quick, you know, real quick, that, real quick. Um, give his two that cents. Footwork yeah, is important. You know, so when you do bring yeah. up a situation, you got to one thing to understand is just because you bring it up or just because you speak on it, don't mean it's gonna change immediately. So if you do speak on right. it and then you find that. In the next, you know, however, whatever the time period is, shit ain't changing. Of course, you can you can peep and go. You can be like, okay, shit ain't changing. Let me dip out. But understanding that after you speak on it, it is partially up to this person to make moves to sort of, if they're willing to, it is up to this person to sort of try to change their behavior. You know, if they give a fuck, if they give any fuck about what you said, it is up to them to sort of yeah. change or adjust their behavior so that, you know, things are working a little better for both of y'all. But I mean, a lot of times, depending on what you're asking for, that's just more easier than easier said than done. So sometimes you got to <laughs> put in a little bit. You got to put yeah. in a little footwork to, to, to see whatever that change is through. Yeah, I su- yeah, I, I, I kind of like. You know, because you, you do know right. and y'all know, like we, we've had these conversations before about, you know, overthinking. I do think there is a such thing for, for you know, gender neutral or agnostic about over communicating. Like, like I think like the juice point, you say something once and then you sit back and you watch and you see right. how it goes. Like if every single like I think that there's a time where you can communicate about something and that's cool. But if it's like weak or day to day there's always like this big ass hey we got to sit down and have a conversation type deal that's going to get a little bit tiring and i think that people who think that you know that goes back probably to what we're talking about with hyper masculinity where it's like i gotta lay down the law and every single time there's a little infraction i gotta speak on it because i'm the man and i i basically set the tone that to me starts to get to a point where you start over communicating and that can annoy your partner i think that Ladies just like in that same situation where they talk mm. about they do the hair flip and want a dude to notice. They also have that expectation of, hey, if something's going wrong, I want you to tell me, but don't over communicate to the point to where it's like, I don't got to be knowing every single thought that you have every second of every day. Sure. Like that to me is like OD. It's like I think at a certain point, you got to be able to self-soothe. You got to get to a point to where you can say, I said what I needed to say and I'm going to just sit back right. and see how that works. And I think that that's a level of awareness and wisdom I didn't have in my earlier relationships but getting that now it makes it a lot easier because when stuff isn't going like knowing just a simple thing like you know we talk about men just knowing how to read a room your girl come in she ain't saying nothing you know she just like comes off from work and she just immediately nah. goes up to her room. Mm. sometimes it's like that's when you, you know what I'm saying hey so okay I mean but you but, happens, but, as a man can you speak on it and if you do speak on it, does that make you any less of a man? You can, I mean... Wait a minute, speak on it how? What you mean? If Okay, you so can. if your girl come in from work, she don't say shit to you, she just go upstairs. Now, 
Okay. Okay. Ooh. Okay. See. Look. What? Oh, yo. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Man. Man. The fact that you said that, I know exactly what you mean with the. Cause okay. see, <laughs> nah, but a man might be. Oh, like, a man might be like, oh shit, she might have had a bad day at work. She might have had some shit go down. Let me uh-huh. let me run her a bad. Mm-hmm. Let me. Yeah, let me you better do something. Okay. Let me okay. Let me do something real quick and bring it to her. What you here for? What you here for if you don't do nothing? What you here for? But some man might you see that and be like, oh, you... this bitch tripping. She done walked in the crib and she ain't said shit to me. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean because it, might, but go I, on your, uh, might go on but I think that... or the defensive immediately. Uh, whereas, uh, you know, maybe a man will be like, damn, what's wrong with Charlie? Maybe let me let me go check on her and see how she is. Right. Or, I mean, I think it also learn, it's learning the person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think like what you're talking about when a dude gets in his own head and gets in his feelings at that point, you being a little bit emotionally selfish right. at that time because you're not having the awareness to understand that there's life and things that she goes through that have nothing that to do with it. Just like there are times where you just come that's in and you just be like, man. At that point. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you got to be emotionally mature to be able to understand the difference. But you also got to be able to say there are times where it might be running a bath. You cook or you do something. Sometimes it's just you just chill. You give her a minute and then you might just go give her a hug. Say, hey, it's you, like, oh, hey, feel like you needed that. And then you bounce. So it's like, like you got it. Needed that. <laughs> hey, no, but that's being. Sometimes being a man is because we all have emotions. As, as humans, we all have emotions. But. I think for for men specifically, the expectation is sometimes you can weed out what is worthy of an emotional response and what isn't. A man can sit down and be like, hey, I can respond to this emotionally or I can respond to it with, you know, some sort of reason, you know, reasonably. I can look at this situation and be like, hey, maybe maybe I don't need to be emotional about this. Let me be practical about it. Some people, some women will have an expectation of a man. I don't think that's wrong. Question, yeah, question, yeah, question, question. Yeah, yeah. Quick, quick question to what Nan was saying. So again, and we're, the whole talk about being a masculine and things such as that. Again, so let's say, let's flip it real quick. Since you believe being able to assess that situation and know how I need to handle this, do you believe that? Let's flip it and say, let's say you would want to come in and have a bad day. Let's say Shawty on the couch. She watching the Netflix, you know what I mean? You know what the little people be watching. She watches the latest little love story, love little TV show on Netflix. You come in, <laughs> slam the door, you upstairs with it. Because, because she got a man where you not put those same responsibilities in that terms of mm, what's wrong with babe type thing or whatever she call you, what's wrong with snookums. And would you not expect her to turn around and put that same thought process that Nam just described a man should go through just because she's not a man? Well, I the only reason why I say what I say is that I think that, and again, for me, and I, my bad, no, I was just going to say that I think that men have that presence of being a stabilizing right. force. I, that's what that's what I think being a man mm. represents. You are that rock mm-hmm. in the middle of a storm with a whole bunch of shit it. going on. You just and you and you and you and you just right there. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, so it's like so in that situation. Whereas, and this is the, and this is just me be keeping it a stack. Keep it a Ladies, don't get mad at me, but I'm just saying, like, I, I, I think that in that situation, if my girl wasn't able to do that, if she wasn't able to get out of her own head, and she thinks that I'm coming at her, then to your point, you, I gotta be a man to be able to communicate. Exactly. To her, you know, hey, baby, it wasn't you. This is what Ooh. happens. 
It's like, but that at the same time, Ooh. understand that there is a double standard. There's an expectation of if she come in the house and she do that, she's expecting you. She's hoping that you are going to be able to sit there and say, this isn't a pattern. This isn't about me. She got something else going on. And if it is something where she got a problem with you, you know her love language. You know the best way to be able to communicate with her and let her know, babe. Right. Exactly. Talk to you for a second. Was, like, what's going on with you? Point. You know, and it's like that was gonna be, and be my able to be as a right hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should that situation, should that scenario even, should that scenario even be, you know, even be a valid <laughs> example? As a man, if you, if, no. you, if you out and you working and some shit go down that you know is unappealing to you, for you to come home and slam the door and run upstairs. That's some. That's some people might say that's some bitch nigga shit. <laughs> it is. And doing that, you know what I'm gonna tell you, man. Man. Like, hey, babe, look, I have some shit going at work today. I'm. I'm just taking some time. Is that cool? And then that's that. I'm not even gonna that's tell you, man. This why that's some. This why that's some bitch shit. For you to be the man and even come in, for you that man to go upstairs like that. Obviously, you don't talk to nobody. So if you gonna sit there and realize, oh, why she didn't come? Why she didn't come? Look, check about me. That's some shit a little girl is. You, you a bitch. Hey, look, bro. I just posed the situation because there are people out here. No, that yeah, that's want that's, to that's know my first question. Yeah, my first you want to, you want to, yeah, yeah, you always want to play it. But yeah, so yeah, me personally, like, no, I said, I I will try my best because, like you said, everyone has emotions, and I feel like we will all be ignorant and oblivious to say that there hasn't been times where we've had a bad day and we came home or you know what I mean, Charlie pulled up to the dorm room or whatever, and you just wasn't in the best of moods. That, that's that has so happened. It ain't nothing, it ain't nothing but, wrong with saying I just want to be by yeah. myself for a little bit. What's wrong with that? Right, but yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. But again, remember going back to in terms of there's this stereotype out there that being masculine means you don't always express what's going on with you. So let's say there's a guy in, out there listening that thinks, you know what, even if I'm having a bad day, I'll let Shawty know. And my response to, oh, Snookums was wrong or whatever she called you, whatever little stupid little pet name she gave you. We never <laughs> like them, but whatever little pet name she gives you, let's say you are yeah. a Christian, let's say you don't want to be, I mean, you want to see too hypersensitive or whatever. What's wrong? Nothing. Don't even worry about it. So, you know, that's not, that's, that's healthy, that, bro. That's, that's that might know. be that hypermasculinity, bro. That's the hypermasculinity thing. That's why I think it's a real thing because to me, that's way more destructive than Shawty thinking that you being sensitive. I'd rather, I'd rather you quote unquote thing I'm sensitive with you'll never think that but I think it's a better situation if she thinks that you're sensitive at least you're expressing yourself than being emotionally unavailable because that to me that's way more frustrating no I take it back because when some people are mad they just don't want to talk at sure. the time they, they mad right give well, them time but even the even the fact that you even say I'm mad I don't want to talk means that you're being available to your emotions you admit something is wrong and this is how I want to handle it currently which is what a real man or yeah. a real person yeah you communicate yeah, yeah. Yeah, but do you feel? But do you feel that in that in that moment where you're being hyper masculine? Because there's some there's some females out there yeah. that listen and they be like, "Look, That's my man, upset. Right. I'm gonna leave him alone until he want to come and talk to me about it. If sure. he if he does, yeah, exactly. That to, to Nas' point, it's like, do you know your partner enough to where you are able to kind of judge? Is this normal? They just mad? I need to get him space, or is there something else going on mm-hmm. there? I need to do that and we won't say that for the relationship episode. right yeah but you know what i'm saying like but yeah it's like but i mean but i think that in from a hyper masculinity perspective to something you said earlier you about that really being like cancerous and like negative to a man being able to be that to be a man is like to to be mm. a symbol of stability Ooh, you gotta stability be able to say that bro. storm within yourself you know what i'm saying like so like mm. 
it's like you got because I mean because when you think about when you think about at least when I when like when I talk to my mom and even talking to my dad and a lot of other men out here the number one thing I hear a lot of women say that they look for in a man is stability and immediately everybody nope. thinks that means financial but I don't nope. it don't always mean that it could mean financial it could mean emotional it could mean just being there like you know like you like you know you you know like those of us that are in relationships you know when your lady just says I'm just mm-hmm. happy that you're here it's like because your presence just is that that's what makes you a man it's like you you calm all the crazy and, shit that's going on and speaking to you that stability I I will click it I love that that's the perfect word to use I like to attribute it as not really ever getting too high or too low always being able to keep a level head in any situation mm. that comes between you. It's crazy how we always tie everything back to No, no, no. Girl, I was going to make that point, bro. Yeah, like, not, do y'all yeah. feel That's like... I'm sorry, Juice. I'm going to let you keep going, but do y'all feel like yeah, it is the one <laughs> is, it is the one who determines what manhood is? Because I feel like manhood in and of itself is just a, like a you, a male individual, a, 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 a dude with a penis living up to the expectation that a woman mm. has of a man. And that would define man, that's not, would that's define not you women. as a man mm. living up to that expectation. Because I'm gonna be bro. real. Because if if you say that bullshit, like I'm only I'm only who I am. I, I'm what I consider a man. You bullshit. Because if your girl, yeah, if your lying. girl think you less of a man, you gonna do some shit to go harder. I mean, okay, well, addressing addressing the masculine yeah. thing, just to finish my stability point. So yeah, that's never that's never getting too high, never getting too low. Always want to keep a level head and always um, trying to be two steps ahead of every situation. Two, addressing, mm-hmm. do we just feel like men is something that is put onto us? You can't really be masculine yeah. without someone asserting that you are. I feel like that's any type of personal characteristic because to attribute or to label any person as any type of characteristic, you're doing what? You're comparing it to other people to what is the norm. You won't call someone sensitive unless you think comparing to other people, you cry a lot. So yeah, like I, that's with anything. So with being a man or being masculine is definitely something that is put onto you in terms of how does this person care for not only females but those around him and then based on that i would attribute those characteristics as him being masculine yeah you can't be masculine if it's just you who you being masculine towards masculine is, is a characteristic that exudes and affects people around thing, you. just to just okay. my bad, my bad to just just to yeah, lay this out a, flat because mm-hmm. i think that's going to be one of the mm-hmm. biggest expectations mm-hmm. of this episode is for us to just lay it out flat what is a man i'm thinking well person for me right. i'm thinking it's the it's the male figure, again, the, the dude with the penis in the relationship who provides support <laughs> and who, who just mm-hmm. generally provides for the women or whoever the subsidiaries are in his life to the extent that it is, you know, uh, effective, if that makes sense. The man is the person who fulfills right. the role that is that is required of him in that relationship. All right. Yeah. I think so I think that that's like I was gonna even say to your point Nam about like who defines that masculinity because I mean then you starting to get into marginalization and, and racial issues of like black white you know people of color in this country and other and abroad I mean there's so much stuff that you can unpack about what masculinity mm-hmm. means for those different groups because I think that you know like masculinity to a black man might was definitely gonna be different than masculinity to a white man you know what I'm saying? Or masculinity to an Indian man yeah, or, is, or to an Asian, Asian is Indian. Um, Asian person. It's like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that there's, we're constantly, even as black men, we're constantly trying to fight this. We, you know, shucking, jiving, you know, 
we we don't have any mm-hmm. ability to exist outside of our primal instincts and you know and we're, we're predisposed to violence and we don't have the aptitude or appetite for things of higher class or we want to portray it because we buy expensive things but we don't really have the aptitude for really embracing what wealth means to the majority of culture within which in america is white males so it's like i think that when you look at it from that lens i think society defines for you based off of their experience and exposure to people that look like you what a black man or what whatever type of man you classify yourself as even we ain't even touching you know the transgender issue there about understanding the complex I know there. To speak on that. but i think so <laughs> Exactly. I don't either. But I'm saying, but, you know, to acknowledge those of our listeners who are out there, we, we do understand that there's there's struggles that go along with that. But to but to, to but from that perspective, I think society does it. I think the relationships mm-hmm. that you're in, like Nam says, the subsidiaries of those relationships. So whether it's employees, whether it's teammates, whether it's your wife, whether it's your kids, mm-hmm. what do they look look to you for? And do you fulfill right. those roles? it's like you know what i'm saying like I, I think like i said i think the word of the day man yeah. i mean i said it but uh stability you know what i'm saying i think that i think that that's important and like, i guess really do and i guess in quick question that i think this is like one of the last ones we wanted to touch on to kind of like wrap everything up and i guess we can all just kind of go around and just a quick little one or two words i'm low-key taking yeah, it off jobs, but do y'all think <laughs> hey, do y'all, but kind of attributing to like he, to Furry says, like being able to exist in this space that we're constantly always trying to make sure that we can provide everything like that. Do y'all feel like that role has really changed over time in terms of there's a more modern way or a more new age way of what's defined as being a man in terms of maybe when our parents or grandparents were growing up in terms of expectations and what was defined as a man then as compared to now? Because I believe, I I would say, I believe as the times have changed, there are definitely roles and things that are expected of you as a man that may have not existed 20, 30, 40 years ago. And I don't, I don't know if y'all really want to speak on that at all. Because like I, I really- Of course. Like so I'll say this, of, over time, I think the role of the woman is the one that is, is, is what has really changed. The role of a man hasn't really changed as much is that that the role of a woman or the role of a female mm-hmm. in, a, in, in a hetero relationship has sort of risen to meet or to equate that what the expectation of a man is to the point where you can't, a woman in a relationship, and it's saying everybody, again, it's, it's all, you know, it all varies based on the person specifically, but uh, a woman may not be comfortable with, right. with just being, uh, with just having a man provide for her and, and, and do that. Women now want to get out there and they want to, you know, be able to do something on their own. So, of course, that doesn't necessarily change what it means to be a man. But now, as a man, you have to be able to allow your woman to fulfill herself in a way that, uh, in a way that is satisfying to her. Otherwise, you, you start you start sliding into that realm of high right. masculinity. If you, if your woman says, but, "Hey, look, shit, I, I want to work too. I want to be a professional. I want to have a career. I want to do this, this, and that," and I expect you to support me in in in, in all of those endeavors, then as a man, you got to be able to say, "Okay, cool." But no, well, no, no. I disagree. Quick, I disagree because you say the woman's role has risen i say it's always been there it's just some men just been too insecure to acknowledge it mm. like me personally i always wanted to get with a girl who on her boss yeah. shit too 
What I what I don't want no I don't want no girl. No, no, what I want? Yeah, like, shout out to sort of Acknowledge that now as a society we saying okay yeah no no I'm, I'm with that I'm with that just as much as I want to get out here and get on my grind and you know do this 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 mm-hmm. and that for me just as as much as I have these goals I want you to I want you to get out here and do yours too. Now we're a team now as as a team right. we getting so, out yeah, here and so, doing this shit together. So, Right, so so yeah, so speaking mm-hmm. of that point, I don't know if you misspoke or not. I believe so. Yeah, you not only has the woman being what a, I don't want to say what being a woman is, but not only has the woman's role advanced. I think the fact that men now are accepting that or encouraging of it, that's yeah. definitely a part of being a man is well. being able to but, accept that. I think I yeah. think yeah, yeah, you I got think being a would be somebody who would be like, Nah, I got this. Don't worry about all that. I got yeah, this. Nah. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. If my girl on her well, shit, the, I'm the biggest. What I think you tell what you speak. One, but then one thousand. Tell me about other, your goals, baby. If a nigga but is I think just willing to let sit back and let his woman do everything, you, you know, it begs the question again. Can can you really be a man? Oh yeah. Do you yeah. want to be stabbing? Do you want to be stabbing? <laughs> Shout out, stab. <laughs> I, I mean. Yeah, I was like, but I mean, but I think Nam touched on something that was really key there where he talked about, you know, a dude saying, nah, I got this. It's like you, it's like at a certain point, I think men take the role that that hyper-masculinity as a provider because Mm. they feel that that's the only thing that they can bring to a relationship. Mm. So if they are no longer needed, then they don't have control over that relationship because what is what are relationships but methods of control? And what do, I mean, we didn't touch on this at all, but I think that to a certain extent, men, when we talk about sports or football or whatever, you know, what is that? Control over your opponent, control over the field. I run this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's a, some people would attribute that to being a part of what a being a man is. You know what I'm saying? So I think in that sense, if you are, if you're used to being a provider or that was what was put into your head when you was a kid, that as a man, when you grow up, you the provider of the household. So if you can't do it, then you're not a man that kind of creates this kind of parasitic cycle in your mind to where when you see a girl doing something you should be encouraging because y'all both went in together y'all both on your ball shit together you feel threatened because you like well shit if she becomes the breadwinner and starts making more money than me then she don't need me because what am i bringing but just dick and you know a friendly smiling face when she comes back from work. Really, really, I disagree with that. I, I, I disagree. And, and I didn't even hey, touch on the sex, but I think even when, even when you become the provider, bro, like sometimes you still not gonna be a man because you got these bitch niggas out here who will become the provider and still come home and, and beat the lady ass. So is no, he a man? No. Oh, that's true. That's true. No, no, no. I, but that's but that's it. But that's the point, Christian. I don't think that. Being a provider in a relationship is the defining characteristic of being a man. I think it's like what we've been saying is, you know the emotional needs of your household, you know the your constituents, your partners, the people that you're around, and you know how to adjust your behavior to be what they right. need you to be. Because sometimes you gotta be able to, both people in a relationship should be able to do it, but at times I think, whether you know whether women wanna acknowledge it or not, right. they do sometimes look to that man to be that steady right. and force. And and it's and it is comforting to see a man be able to assert himself there without <coughs> even physically having to say it. Sometimes if it's just you look around the house and you see that shit that's got to be done, you right. just take care of it. And and she'll just be like, oh, "I got to take out the trash. Oh, the trash already taken out. Oh, the dishes already done. Oh, cook dinner's already cooked." It's like and it's like and that's encouraging because it's like 
you not saying, well, you the woman, so you tend to the house. It's like, no, nah, I mean, if the need is you work two doubles back to back because you're an attorney and you and your boss right. shit working the big case, right. somebody got to take up the chores around the house. So I'm, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Or, or yeah, it's like, but doing all that shit and then being there for her as her emotional partner, doing those things for her that she likes and that she needs. So, I mean, that's, I think that's key. Yeah. I mean, in, in, in my relationship, no, nah, that's what, you, what, you that's doing? what I'm what doing. doing right you know, right like, I, I, that's like, you know, <laughs> Well, well, she works. Well, she works nights. I was like, well, she, she, I, mean, she, I mean, I mean, but you know what I'm saying? Like, she works nights. Oh, and, you know, like so. Sometimes I just do things like I just I take care of the, I take care of the dishes. I may cook something up because I know that she gotta work another night the next day, so I, I give her food for the next night. I mean, but that's I don't what feel makes like that you a man, bro. That's what the man is just. Hey, drop I a see a need. I feel the need, man, bro. You, yeah, you be uh, hey, for you be wanting <laughs> you do it like work at home, hubby. Look. Hey man, listen, hey, we man, and Mr. Chef I, in the I, kitchen. I, you ain't know the way. There you go. Nah, yeah, yeah, We about to close up here shortly, but I think one of the biggest <laughs> takeaways here, man, is is just being a man is, is sort of just living up to the expectation that your woman has of you, and you just being. Yeah, just being out or of, anyone in general, of anyone in general, however yeah. how that person defines that, you know, for you, because you know, a different woman, different right. women have different needs, and you just being able to hold you, on, you being able to step in and meet those needs in a way that's mm-hmm. healthy, in a way that's stable, in a way that's sustainable over time, bro, makes you a man, and you being able, you being able to identify those well, needs. All right. And okay. adjust yourself, adjust your behavior, adjust your drive, your goals accordingly. Incorporating all of those things into one, into you know, one idea mm-hmm. of self—that's what—that's what makes you a man. Mm-hmm. Well, quick, quick, quick point before we close. I don't want to, me personally, I don't want to attribute a man being a man and being masculine to everything that's a woman because you can definitely, to me, be masculine or be mm-hmm. a man about that's yourself true. and not quote unquote that's be true. in a relationship at yeah. any point in time. I just think not only the, those, uh-huh. not saying that what you were saying was incorrect, but I just want to make sure that we make, that we also make the point that we also agree that being a man is also being about your business and standing on what you stand on, having Ooh, a good, strong get right. values. Get you right. Know. I mean, Chris, you know what I mean? You got to stand mm-hmm. 10 toes about everything you believe in. Sure. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. That's what I'm about. Okay. I mean, 10 uh, toes okay. all the way. Okay. Hey, no, let me say something That's real offending. That's offending. That's offending. Hey, this for all y'all fuck boys out there. <laughs> hey, nah, on the real, for all y'all, all y'all listeners out there, tired of listening to these podcasts, now listen to that bullshit. Listen to that shit that's boring. Yeah, come over to, uh... Listening. <laughs> yeah, that's all in the video. <laughs> come to no questions, ho. On me. All that fucking <laughs> shit, bro. Y'all making it hard for the real niggas. That's on me. Oh, uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah. So that's a fact. All right, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Right, we gonna we gonna shut it down on that one. Booze man. I appreciate y'all niggas as always. Uh, listeners, we love y'all, man. Uh, uh, I think just recently we posted uh, that's coming. We posting all the episodes for season two, so y'all know what we got coming to you. Uh, we just ask that y'all keep tuning in, show y'all support, and talk to us, man. We want to hear from y'all. So we yeah. drop shit on here. Of course, we want y'all feedback and. Um, uh, pretty soon we'll start dropping bonus episodes where we talk mm-hmm. to y'all uh, through the podcast. So uh, definitely check that out. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. There's no question. We love y'all. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Peace.